Say hello. Reply for like five hours. That would turn me on. I'd be like, oh, this guy. Totally, five hours? Totally doesn't. I thought, want I thought me. you were gonna say five days. No, five hours is a long time. <laughs> yeah. Next question for you. Yes. Um, would you ever sleep with a guy on the first date? Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, you guys absolutely love the Q and A with Amara, my assistant. So, I thought I would bring her back on. And one of the things that we kind of touched on in that last video was dating. So, yes, I put on my story and I went. Guys, because let's be honest here. I know my audience on YouTube at least is like 88% males. You're probably an entrepreneur like me. Dating probably isn't your biggest focus in life. And um, if you're anything like me, you're probably very useless at it. So I thought I would bring Amara on, get my audience to ask her some questions. By the way, um, with that other camera, Amara, you, you, you want to show, introduce your little friend? Oh, now she, now she goes. Now, now she runs away. <laughs> I love how now yeah, she's now, now she's, now she's, she's fucking <laughs> screwed us. <laughs> no, oh, now okay. she's coming back. All right, there we go. Come here. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh, I love you. ASMR. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So as I said, if you hear any weird background noises, don't worry, it's not Tristan, it's... Uh... <laughs> It's Riva uh, Amara's pug who's joining us today. Um, so yeah, how are you feeling? Are you excited? Feeling good. Glad to be back on the channel. Nervous? Appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who subscribed. Yeah, I think, really, I think you went up to what, 1200? You really made my day. Yeah, 1200. Boom. Very, very happy and very thankful. So thank you. All right. Well, hopefully you can impart some um, uh, wisdom on our audience. I mean, here's the thing. Um, you are like outside you know in the offline world like honestly you're one of the wisest people i've met so oh, so you. you know <laughs> even me um as uh you know as many lives as i feel as i've lived um you know uh, when i come in and i talk to you especially about some of the dating stuff uh for sure you're definitely a good source of oh appreciate it information <laughs> did i just ruin everything <laughs> no we'll keep that in uh, so so anyways i'm gonna throw some questions at you we'll start off with an easier one i guess let's get it um best <laughs> opening someone's used on her so best uh, opening line or conversation star someone's used on you uh in brackets not cliche genuinely it's just gotta be hey <laughs> like that's so boring but that's the way to go if anyone ever came at me with some weird line or like you're the most beautiful girl mm. in the club i'd um not find that attractive no 100 you know why i wouldn't find that attractive what is because that would make me think that all the guy's intention is just to have sex with me that night. You know what I mean? Like if a guy came up with something, you know, sexual or something like that, that he thought was very flirty, mm. um, I would just read it as, okay, he literally just wants to have sex with me and that's that. So mm. yeah, I'm not a big fan of chat up lines. I've never thought they work. And if you wanna have a chat up line, do something jokey or fun or just like a little silly, nothing. Um, what about a dad joke? 
like yeah, something like a that's dad so joke. obviously yeah, not like, meant to be funny. Yeah, just like something that's so not funny that it's like mm. funnier or like, oh, mm. that's a bit weird. Mm. I like you. You know what I mean? Just mm. like nothing. So in 100% agreement, the the best thing you can ever say, say is, hey, is, how hey. are you? Um, you know so what I mean? 100% stay away from the pickup lines. Mm -hmm. I guess uh, another way to approach it is has a guy ever come up to you and just like mentioned something you're wearing? Like, hey, I really like that. Or maybe just... No. Or like, is there anything outside of something that's sexual, like that he's some sort of commonality? He's been like, oh, you look like you're Italian or do you know what I mean? Like, some, yeah, something you'd almost say to a guy as Maybe a conversation like, where starter. where are you from or something like that? Like you don't look mm. British or something like mm. that. But if a guy was like, oh, I love your shoes, then mm. then I definitely think he doesn't want to have <laughs> sex with me. And that he probably is into guys. So, yeah, basically, I think just keep it short, keep it simple, keep it sweet. Nothing too intense because that's just a bit gross in it all right understood moving on next one how to know when she's using you for fame or money if uh she has a little twinkle in her eye when you're showing her your car or your house <laughs> then she's probably in it for a lot more than your looks and personality so if i were you i would uh make sure not to flash those things around as well because that's that's personally one thing i hate is when someone's too flashy and trying to show off because I personally am not interested in those things, but for the girls that are interested in those things, you got to watch out for them because they might not be with you for the right reasons. Mm. So yeah, if I were you, uh, you know, see how they react to certain things and then you can pretty much tell if they're into you for something other than your heart and your personality. All right, next one. How should a guy ask questions and show interest without interrogating a girl? This is such a strange question because it's like, no, I think it's. I think this is such a well thought out question because look, how, let's be honest. How many times have you gone on a date and a guy is asking questions because he thinks it's the polite thing to do, but it's like no, but, it's but spitfire that's what I mean, questions. It's like you can tell. Like you don't want to be having an interview with a person. It's like you ask a question, they answer, and then you bounce off that answer. You'd be like, okay, yeah, me too. Mm. Like when I was younger, I did this, or like I've always been. You know, it's like a a two part thing. Whereas if it's constantly like. And also, the girl should be saying, like, what about you? You know, like, oh, what is your take on it? You know, um, if she's not doing that, then, you know, maybe she's not the most talkative or doesn't really know how to hold a conversation either. Or Eastern European. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Was that a, supposed to be targeted at me? You're not. Wait, you're <laughs> not Eastern European. What's wrong with you? What the fuck am I then? You're confused. Well, you're Italian, Greek, yeah. and what? French? Bit of German, but bit of German. Okay, I like whatever. to forget Point. that part. How is that Eastern European? No, what I mean, am I? No, Western I'm, I'm talking European? about like Russian girls, Ukrainian, like oh. these girls. Like they take a lot to warm up. Yeah, yeah, they they take a lot of buttering up. Yeah. That's when you have to pull out the Rolex, and then they're like, "Don't put that in." Don't put that in. Don't put that in. She's gonna offend like half the people she knows in yeah, London. Yeah, do not put that in. Um, we're, we're keeping that in too. <laughs> Wait, also, also, for those of you guys who can't see like the behind the scenes, I'm going to get a video of, of <laughs> Justin's current situation. That's too funny. She loves you. That's actually too uh, funny. All right. Um, so, so yeah, back so, to what I was saying is if you can tell that she's not really um, holding her part of the conversation and then you're just asking question on question on question, um, if I were you, I would pull out like a nice story or bounce off her answer because, um, yeah, we don't really want to be feeling like we're in an interview when we're on a date. Mm. Is that a good answer? Yeah, so I think 100%. So yeah. I think 
I, you know, just to chime in and, and to give the gentleman some advice, um, you know, as you said, because, you know, in a, in an ideal world, of course, the girl is going to engage and you guys are going to bounce off. But I think also as a guy, you should be able to like, you should be able to entertain yourself if the girl's not really giving you much or she's like, because some girls, honestly, and as I said, I, you know, I mentioned Eastern European girls, like, it's funny, like Eastern European girls in the first two, three dates, they're like, I fucking hate you. And then by like date eight, they're like, if you go to prison, I'll wait for you. Like, yeah. they're like you know, they, they, they turn very easily. So, you know, for me, uh, I think as a guy as well, if you're on a date and the girl's just not really giving you much, like be able to entertain yourself. Like, yeah. as you said, tell a story that you find interesting even hearing back or talk about your day and something like. I've always said, like, I, I've always had like girlfriends that I'm like, oh, it's scared, it's gonna be awkward. And I've always told them like, it's only gonna be awkward if you make it awkward. Like, if you just like can hold your own conversation when in doubt, like, then just do that. You know, it's never going to feel uncomfortable or awkward. And, uh, mm. you know, just if, oh. if, oh. And it's Sarah Drizzlin. Cozy. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. yeah. Well, I think that's a good leeway into the next question. Uh, how to open up without risking being friend zoned? Um, so I think the main thing here is time as well as what you're opening up about. If I were you, I wouldn't, you know, open up about your biggest, darkest, grossest secrets or things too early on because that can also be a bit too much and off-putting um so if I were you just you know you have to take time things take time it takes time to you know unravel a person and understand a person and um I think sometimes when you give too much it can just be a bit overwhelming and then that's when it kind of puts a person off and that's when you can get a little friend zoned so if I were you just you know see how far she's taking it. And then you go the same kind of vibe. Did mm. that make sense? You go the same mile as her. Mm. But uh, yeah, definitely don't give too much too quickly and enjoy the unraveling, enjoy the process, enjoy the time it takes to mm. make that person yours. Those yep. are always the best times, I think. Like the first two, three months of like dating, getting to know a person, understanding the person. Because also the, I think the more that you can not necessarily hold close to your chest as like a tactical trick, but also the thing is like, if on the second or third encounter with someone, you're telling them literally like everything, like everything yeah. then they're probably thinking, oh, he he's going to do the same thing to another girl that he's only been with, mm. uh, you know, met two or three times. You know, mm. there's parts of you that someone should honestly only find out one year in. Yeah, and, you're like, and someone I, I, should earn the right to find out as well. Like, I think it's great to be an open person, open-minded, you know, be able to have conversations about all kinds of things. But I just think like, People, people earn that right. As yeah, you people totally earn that right. And trust as well. You don't mm. want to go telling all these people without really, you know, knowing mm. their intent. So mm. take your time. Well said. Okay, moving on. Uh, reduce your interest to boost hers, question mark. Does it work? Huh. This one's a complicated one because I think it's a matter of age and maturity. Definitely when I was 18, if a guy didn't reply for like five hours, that would turn me on. I'd be like, oh, this guy totally, five hours? totally doesn't I thought, want I thought me. you were gonna say five days. No, five hours is a long time. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's no, no, it's not. <laughs> what? If, you're, if you're in the middle of, of a conversation and you're, you know, you're on yeah, a roll and of, the guy just disappears, yeah. that will with a girl's head. Yeah, but also that's just, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's weird. I guess here's the thing. I would never stop a conversation midway through. I mean, here's the thing. If I'm 
talking to a girl, I mean, probably realistically, she can get a response in like a day or two. Yeah. But that's just, I guess that's what I'm like. like but that's you. But like, that, but that's you me. know what I mean? It's a different vibe. But the thing is, if I have the time, like let's say I'm in a car or something and I'm having a conversation with someone, I don't know, I guess it'd be weird if the conversation stopped midway through. Or for example, let's say I was going into um, a store or a meeting or this mm -hmm. or that. I'd be like, uh, by the way, just pulling up to my meeting, uh, I'll message you back later. Yeah, but a lot of guys don't do that. And the question is, pull back to make her want you more. And a lot of guys like, in, like they're in, they, what is it the word? They purposely don't respond because they know it's gonna fuck with the girl's head. You know, it's like a twisted game. And I'd say that when I was younger, like I would pay attention to those things and I would, I like the chase, you know what I mean? I think also guys like the chase. I think it's important to take your time. But nowadays, like, you know, life's too short to pl be playing those games personally. And I think, you know, just be real. Like, maybe you won't be able to reply for a while, as Iman said, because you're in a meeting or you're going about your life, but that's you going about your life. But instead, uh, but when you're like purposely doing that, I think um, it does a lot more bad than it does good. So I would just not bother with the games. You know, you, you want a mature relationship anyways. So you want to just be real from the the beginning and not uh, not play games. I find them really useless because then you're going to fall in love and then all your games are going to go out the window. So what was the point, you know? Mm. Ain't that the truth? Preach it, sister. Yeah. So moving on, how do you balance work and someone you're seeing slash talking to? Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, as long as the person respects you have priorities and um, you have your own schedule and hopefully the other person also has priorities in their own schedule, I think uh, uh, you'll always make time for things that matter to you. You know, like I hate it when people are like, oh, but I'm not going to have enough time, not going to have enough time. Like fact of the matter is you will always make time for something that's important to you, even if that means getting up two hours earlier. You know what I mean? You're going to make the time because it's something that you need to keep in your life and it's another priority on your list. So I think uh, man up, you know, <laughs> like get a better schedule and make the time for the person you like, mm. you know, even if it's like one night per week, that's your night. That's better than nothing, you know, or fitting in a coffee here and there, or like, let's go for a quick lunch, you know. You shouldn't overthink these things because uh, if it's right, you're going to make the time for it. Mm. Right? Uh, no, work comes first, but nice. Work comes, <laughs> but that's the thing. Work comes first. Like work is your schedule. That's your schedule and that's your priority. But you, if you also have, you know, a person you want to see or a thing you want to yeah, do. Yeah, but also there should never be, a, as you, you mentioned. You can make time for that. As you mentioned, like one evening, like no one should be in a situation where they, no one should be in a situation where they can't give up one evening of their week to see someone and if they're if they are genuinely legitimately in that situation, you shouldn't be dating in the first place. Mm, I don't know because the thing is, it's like if you've been seeing this person for a while, and then all of a sudden, you know, work changes, life changes, and your life gets a lot more hectic. But you want to keep seeing that person, you're going to make time for it. But even it's like with anything you want to enjoy in life, mm -hmm. if you want to pick up a new skill and you need to go to a class, you're going to make time to go to that class. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying someone who has less than an hour. Or like less than a one evening a week. At that point, in my opinion, you shouldn't really be dating. Yeah, but that's only a temporary situation. You know, mm. they could only have that amount of time for one month because that's like a crazy month for them. Mm. You know, they're not going to have the rest of their life only being able to. But I think bottom line is you will make the time. Mm. Simple. All right. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so moving on to the next one. Uh, how to not get attached right away. Um, Chill out. Like why would you be wanting to get so attached so quickly anyways? Like, that's just like a rookie mistake. 
And that means you have no respect for yourself. (laughs) 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 No, but it is true. Like you can't let your heart, like you can't, that's like a a matter of boundaries, right? Or like self-respect. Like you can't just let yourself go so, get so crazy about one person in such a short amount of time. Like we're human beings with stories, with personality traits, with different lives, you know, you can't, it's just stupid, you know? I think it's important to have, uh, you know, to value yourself more that, to understand that it takes time to understand a person. I'm just like literally chatting so much shit. I need to think about my answer. It's like not coming out right. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? No, Cause uh, I need to form it better. No, well, I mean, you know, maybe I'll give my perspective and then you can- Yeah, yeah, you, cause you, I'm, you, I'm getting real hot up you know, in and, here. And, like, and, and then maybe that bounces off. Yeah. Um, if you're getting it, well, first of all, it depends at what stage are you getting adat- attached? Are yeah. you getting attached to one year? Then of course, you know, that's a totally different story. Mm. But if you're getting attached in the first few weeks. But I think that's what he's asking, like not to get attached so quickly. So yeah, if you're getting attached at that stage, um, it's simply you don't have a lack, you have a lack of options. Yeah. And I think mm. you, I think you should deal with that, right? Mm. So, so here's the thing. It's one of two things. Either you have a lack of, you have a lack of options or you have a lack of purpose. Because, mm. and, and, even if you have a lack of options, but you still have a lack of purpose, uh, you know, but you still uh, have a good purpose, then it doesn't matter, right? Because here's the thing, at the end of the day, why are you gonna let your, all your thought, why are you gonna let this person consume all of your thoughts when you've got this monumental thing you're working towards? And the issue is a lot of guys, when they get it, the reason they get attached, it's because they think this is the only girl they're gonna get of this quality ever again, or they just don't have anything going on with their lives. And it's the same thing with people who make arguments and find issues and problems in, ev- in everything. If they actually had something that they were working towards in their life, something that, and you see this a lot with very wealthy people who grow up in very wealthy families, everything's a fucking problem to them mm. because they've never faced any problems in their life, mm. right? So, um, you know, my best advice in terms of, um, you know, not getting attached is probably get a bit more context for what's out there. Mm. And, you know, don't ever, like, here's the thing, like this whole like soulmate thing is, is such bullshit you probably have, you have infinite amounts of soulmates. What it is, it's, there's people who, there's a predisposition, like you guys have the same values, morals, beliefs, and there's a, you have a predisposition for attraction, right? Then it's also a matter of timing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, in terms of the whole, um, for me, in terms of not getting attached, it's simply just knowing that, hey, you know what? Maybe this one fell through cracks. Maybe this one doesn't like you. There's a thousand and one other people uh, out there that you'll have that same sort of connection with. And you will have that same sort of connection with. It's just a matter of finding them and also finding them at the right time. Yeah, I mean, I think for your soulmate point, I totally believe in soulmates, but I believe like, as no, you said, no, in- but, No, but do you believe in, I? because I also believe in soulmates, but do you believe that you have- uh, th- One th- th- for your whole yeah. life. No, I or, believe- Or there's only a set of, or do you believe that, you know, it, it, 100% of the soulmate spectrum, 70% is predetermined, right? Mm. And, but then the other 30%, you nurtured that mm. soulmate like mm. um, uh, relationship between you mm. guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. And I believe that like everyone has times in their life that they probably have their person for them at that time in their life. Mm. You know what I mean? So you're going to go through thousands and thousands of, oh, I know, maybe not thousands, <laughs> hopefully like not hundreds, thousands. yeah, hopefully not like, you know, many different soulmates but even like not even in terms of relationship like even a best friend at that Mm. time in your life i think Mm. you know there has been people i think you know we're all connected some way or another and we have people on this earth specifically for us at certain times in our life Mm. so i i believe in soulmates i don't know why we're talking about soulmates now but like 
Yeah, well, how do we go into soulmates? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll cut it back. Um, so yeah, after I've said my piece about, you know, really just not getting attached. Because mm. um, for me, being attached or at least that early on is just simply a lack of purpose or a lack of options. Yeah, I hear that. What's your opinion on it? How do you not get attached so quick? I hear that. I think, again, I think, again, it's like a matter of maturity in this point because... For sure, when I was younger and I had literally no worries or things to do, I didn't have a, a job, I didn't have priorities, I didn't have bills to pay, nothing like that. Mm. Um, that I had so much free time that like whenever, you know, I was with a guy or just, that was my whole life. You know what I mean? I think like, when am I seeing the person again? Blah, 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 blah. Or like dates, you know, it's like all in your head, but I think you are right. Like a lack of purpose, like when you have more goals than one and like you're not just focus purely on a relationship it's hard actually to get so attached so quickly because that's just not where your mind is at you know what i mean and i think as you get older as well your walls build up more and more and more and your boundaries get you know it's just like a matter of self-respect that i think that when you're uh I, I think that it's it's just stupid to get so attached so quickly and i just think you need to find joy in being patient and taking the time to really get to know a person and as i said before i mentioned before um like you know unraveling a person for what they are um and i think it will always benefit you in the end because then you'll feel like you're kind of protecting yourself and as we've said before like you know the person has to earn the right as well like you both need to earn each other's right to really get to know one another and i just think getting too attached too quickly is always kind of a recipe for the for disaster because most likely the other person won't be on that wavelength you know and it will overwhelm the person and it it's it's just not a vibe mm. Did that make sense? I think it did. Let me know. <laughs> All right. Well, that actually brings us to the end of our question. So I'm just going to spit. I'm definitely not going to spit. <laughs> so I'm just going to spit fire some questions. Go um, on. So as I said, uh, by the way, I'm, when I press you, when I press you, your opinion can stay. To, like, don't change your opinion because of me. Right? I'm just playing yeah, no. devil's avocado. When Devil's avocado. Devil's De De avocado. Devil's avocado, yeah. <laughs> avocado. Of course. Um, okay, so next thing, would you prefer um, someone who's, you know, because not to name any names, but, you know, for example, you have guys messaging you that are some of the best football players in the world, some of the biggest rappers in the world. <laughs> Morris Bates. Um, no, but, right? And, and you know, that, like, so there's guys like that, and then mm. your boyfriend mm. is very like very private and this mm -hmm. like what do you prefer or like is one an absolute no-go like let's say for example could you be with someone with millions of followers um or would you prefer to be with someone who's private or like just on that side of things to be honest i think i would prefer to be with someone more private i love how she didn't say anything about boyfriend by the way she probably admits it yeah no i do admit it <laughs> i do i do we'll cut that bit but... um to be honest, I I think I would always see myself being with someone more private, but I would never say no to someone who's, you know, if someone's like reached their goal of life and is doing so well, and that comes with like millions of followers, then who am I to like not be fine with that? You know yeah. what I mean? I think that would be a conversation I'd have to have with myself. Say if I was to date a footballer or something like that, I'd have to say like, Amara, you know, like there's gonna be tons of girls going into D his DMs every single day, he's always gonna get attention. Is that something I would be able to handle? And I would have to, you know, have a really, really, <laughs> really honest, <laughs> I'd have to have a really honest conversation with myself. 
but I think the woman I am now and my sort of the way I am, I think I would always prefer a private, more private kind of guy. Yeah. So with all these questions, it's like, here's the thing. I know you could, it's not a definitive, it has to be this or yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just more what your preference is. Yeah, so preference, pref private, for sure. Okay, understood. Next question for you. Yes. Um, would you ever sleep with a guy on the first date? Uh, no. Why'd you think about it so long? Wouldn't and never have. Really? Wouldn't and never have. Because that, the guy has to earn that. Hmm. I've never done that and I would never I'd, I've I've only slept with a guy that I have known for a bit or have seen a couple of times I would never ever do it on the first date that's just me personally I'm I don't judge anyone who does I don't judge people who have one night stands but for me it's a matter of respect towards myself Interesting. Not saying that people who have one night stands don't have respect for themselves. I'm not saying that's one night stands. I'm not saying one night Or on, after the first date, that's their own preference. But me, I personally just wouldn't because I also like to lead up to that as well. Like sex is an important thing in my opinion. Hmm. And I don't take it lightly. Like I, I wouldn't just have sex with anyone. I'm also, I'm too OCD. I need to know, you know, your hygiene. I need to know where you live. I need to know your like sheets are clean. Like I hmm. can't do that, you know? Like I need hmm. to know... I need to get your vibe of it more than just one date. Have you ever been tempted to, but then consciously told yourself, oh, I want to hold off? Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Fucking hell, calm down. <laughs> I sound like Reva. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, if, if you're attracted to a guy and the two of you are flirting and it's like very sexual tension, mm. but that, if anything, makes me want to wait even more because it's like, it's just like fun, you know what I mean? To have that chase and that like drive, you know, you want to think about it. Like that's me personally. I like the weight. Hmm. I like making the guy wait. <laughs> it's like so fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that we could meme. <laughs> so fun. So uh, fun. <laughs> all right. Um, so next question, do you th like, this applies to you and then also on the guy's side. Because mm. um, there's some girls who, when they're like, even after they go on one date with one person and there's intention to go on a second date, in their mind, they're like, block everyone else off. Like I'm dating this person, I'm not in a relationship with this person, mm -hmm. but I'm dating this person. And until there's a definitive, either we're gonna get a relationship mm -hmm. or this is over, then I can't go on dates with other people. Mm -hmm. Where do you, what side of the fence do you sit on? I think when it comes to, I think go on as many dates as you possibly want with as many guys as you want because you have to keep your options open. And then this is another thing that it's like, you don't, you can't get attached to a person too easily as well. So, um, you know, I think, I think when it comes to, if you start kissing them all, that's an issue. You know what I mean? Going on dates, harmless, getting to know a person, nothing wrong with that. But if you, you know, were to do anything more than kissing with one of them, I personally wouldn't feel comfortable doing that on rotation with multiple guys. But dating is totally fine. That's the whole point of dating. You know what I mean? Like getting to know a person and, you know, just because you're dating one person doesn't mean you can't date another person or text another person. You know, you have to keep your options open. But then as soon as you admit any kind of emotion or feeling and so does the other person, that's when you have to stop it. Because as soon as you uh, know you're playing with another person's feelings, that is a honor and that is something you have to respect hmm. and cherish. So... So in your mind, when does it go from uh, dating to exclusive to relationship or are two of those? Because to me, you know, for, to me, for example, exclusive and relationship is the same thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too, okay. to be honest, as long as you're, you know, yeah. Tricky one. I think when the when the vibe is right, you know, like 
I think when you get a mutual feeling between the two of you, or you guys have like, you know, a little conversation, like, am I the only person you're doing this with? You know, you don't have to get on one knee and be like, will you be my girlfriend? Like, <laughs> yeah, she just fired you. <laughs> In my face. <laughs> you dirty bitch. <laughs> We're keeping that in. Oh my God. And look how she's looking at me. I am the captain. I am the captain now. Um, yeah, I think it's just until you both have a mutual feeling, like there's not really a time stamp on it, you know, and as long when you have that conversation of like, you know, are we both in this with just one another, then fine. At that point is exclusive. At that point, you're with that person, you know? Mm. So my next question is, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that will go out and, you know, they'll meet random women, you know, in mm. clubs or mm. bars or this or that, and mm. let's go up to random people. You know, obviously, you know, that can work. Um, but I find most of the time and most of my like, you know, uh, good female friends, the people they, they really end up dating is a, a friend of a friend or, you know, they meet this person randomly out and then exchange Instagrams. And then, you know, like they're kind of all, the men are all kind of pre-vetted. You know, mm. they're not random people. So I guess my question to you is, have you ever gone on a date with someone who's just come up to you at a, at a bar or a restaurant or a yeah, club? And, I have. And how often? Uh, like, not often, not like, often at all. How does that compare to someone who's uh, been intro to you from someone in your social circle? It's going to sound weird, but I think the difference between someone that's kind of be introed or you kind of know something about him or he's a friend of a friend, weird, but that to me makes me feel a bit safer than someone who's completely random, yeah, right? Because as a girl, not weird at all, yeah. you know, guys can be a bit gross. I've had experiences when I felt extremely uncomfortable with men. So I much prefer having some sort of understanding of the person before, but I have been uh, on a date with a guy that I had no nothing about that just came up to me randomly. I was also in a wild phase of my life. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, you know? <laughs> and it, it turned out great. And I made more friends through that. So um, I think, you know, it's good to be open-minded and meet new people, whether that comes into fruition or whether it's just a person you met but each experience is going to be different so i'm totally always open well now not because i'm in a relationship but i would always be open to someone in, in a you know completely different social scene hmm. better you just meet more people you know and you make a friend out of it at the end of the day all right so my last question yes and this is really uh for my audience i said i know i have whatever on youtube at least like 85 90 percent male audience no, you do, you go. Just gonna... um, as I said, you know, I know I have a pretty much like 85%, 90% male audience released yeah. on YouTube. Um, and most of them are entrepreneurial or working on their career, this or that. Vibes. So vibes. Well, I guess maybe that ties in with the question. If you were in their position and they're at a point where they want to have more options in their dating life, what would be the first or second thing you would work on? Right. Because and I'll explain it like this. They could work on their finances or career. Mm -hmm. They could work on their, because the thing is, these things are totally different skill sets. They could work on their health and their body. Mm -hmm. uh, they could work on their self, as in like, you know, do uh, work on their spiritual journey, uh, do more meditation, more introspection, more journaling, uh, or they could work on their social skills, mm -hmm. right? So they could, you know, because each thing takes such a big part of your life mm -hmm. that, you know, the others kind of fall to the wayside. So, you know, they could go through, a period where for the next three months they're totally focused on meeting more people and yeah. improving their social what would you tell the guys to do like what one or 1, two things thousand percent one thousand percent uh your self-love towards yourself 
because I've noticed that hurt people hurt people. Mm. That makes sense. Um, I have had experiences with guys that are sort of very damaged within. And I think when you have a lot of baggage that you hold in your heart, you automatically will put that onto any person you're introduced to, even in an unconscious way. And I think like, it's just so important. I don't necessarily believe in like, you know, you, no one will ever love you until you love yourself because I don't think that's true. I think a lot of people are very loving and will give as much love as they possibly can, but you won't be able to receive it very well until you love yourself, right? Or you won't take it in the way that it's meant to be taken. So I think self-love is honestly so important and self-love ties in with being disciplined with your health, your fitness, meditating, spirituality practices, all of those things tie under self-love. You know, the finances is one thing, the social, um, you know, development is another thing. But I also, you know, it's like, if you're a bit awkward as a person, that's who you are, that's fine. There's gonna be a girl that loves you for that, you know? Like, I, I, I've never just, I've been with one person that like literally doesn't say a word. And I've been with another person that says far too many words. You know what I mean? It's nothing about one one is better than the other. It's just, I'm fine with either or, you know? Um, so I think, you know, the social scene, obviously it's good if you can have a conversation and obviously it's good if you have your finances in check and you have a job and you're working hard, but I think self-love and self-development is the absolute key mm. to everything because you need that. Well said. I mean, you attract who you are. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And if you're hurt and you're damaged, that's probably what you're going to get a partner that's just like that. And it's just going to be toxic in the end of the day. Mm. So uh, yeah, it's important. That's like the first, first, first thing. So yeah, just to chime in on that, yeah. I'd say definitely the most important thing is spiritual practice. Mm. Um, because as you said, like it's the world of the outer is you know merely a reflection of the world of the inner. <sighs> and you know, the reason that so many people <laughs> are, <laughs> and you know, the, the reason that so many people are get so attached so quickly, or for example, people uh, put other people on pedestals is because, yeah. you know, most they're people, lacking something within them that they need to fulfill. Most people are living in so much lack. Mm. And as you said, most people don't love themselves. And mm. when you don't love yourself, then that reflects mm. outward facing. And that's a, it's a hard thing. Like I can't say I'm in love with, I can't say like, I mm. love myself. There's some days that I really treat myself as if I don't love myself, mm. but on a whole, each day I'm practicing it. And that's what's so important. You know, we're 21, like there's no way we can fully sit, like there's parts that we need to work on. You know, we're gonna be, and I hope for myself personally, I'm gonna be doing that till the day I die. Otherwise, if I had nothing, I'd die. You know what I mean? That's like an important part of life. But as long as you're aware and you're working on that. And then I think that also, you know, it's like when you find the person that is also on that journey, it really helps, you know, you grow together and you like really help one another. And that's why I think friends, relationships, you know, grown-ups, people wiser, older than us, all these people that come into our life are little pieces of our personal journey and they help fulfill us in some way or another. Even the bad people, those teach us the most, you know? Mm. So, uh, yeah. I just kind of slightly burped. Um, that You're definitely next cutting. level. I don't know if this uh, match did you any good. Yeah, honest. I don't think so. Um, so, yeah, as I said, I would put that as the first thing, um, the second thing I would put is social skills. Mm. And I'm talking in the domain of that's having, very you, of though, having a it? dating life. You no, know, that's very you. Well, I'm curious, what would you put second? Between the options I gave, so once you've worked on yourself, yeah, what would you put next? Career slash finances, uh, health slash physique. You know, that's self-love to or, me though. To me, that's not 
Really? How many people go to the gym and look at themselves in the mirror and go, I hate, I hate what I am. And they go to the gym as a compensation for the fact that they don't love themselves. I don't see it as that. I see that like, you know, I see like when I do a workout, that is a part of gratitude no, no, towards no, no, my no, no, body. No, but that's the thing. You've done the step number one. Take mm. that out of the equation. Okay, okay. How many, how many girls go to the gym and do all this fitness stuff because they don't love themselves? No, but I think they're doing it so that they can love themselves more. No, but that's the thing. You should be able to love yourself whether you're, uh, you know, obese, whether you're overweight. Okay, or whether okay, you're... I hear you. I hear you. He's going to get all rowdy. I hear you. No, so, you know, for me, as I said, it's... I and, think that's and, and a personal... You, and you can poke some holes at it. Yeah. Um, for me, the first is definitely spiritual and and introspection in terms of as i said just in terms mm -hmm. of having a good dating life mm -hmm. then it's social skills because here's the thing i've seen so many people who absolutely love themselves they meditate they you know they have but they can't they, have they, a conversation they're in great health mm. they have great businesses mm. but they you know they can't have a good conversation they don't know how to make friends and mm. really how to like expand their social network mm. so okay i hear you i hear you and as i said we're talking specifically because obviously this this video is about dating specifically mm. Specifically in the domain of having a better dating okay, life. Okay, probably not what's you're most right. important social in life. Social skin, uh, social skins, <laughs> social skills. Second, and then third for me would be finances and career because, yep. you know, um, obviously I kind of played devil's advocate with you, but you really you don't necessarily need to make crazy amounts of money. As I said, for me, as long as you I, have a work ethic, for me you just need to be able to match the yeah. lifestyle that the person you're with. And but here's the thing: if someone mm -hmm. Because there's billionaires, you know, there's mm. billionaire kids. Doesn't mean you need to try to match their lifestyle. Maybe, you know, that's just, um, maybe that person just isn't for you because they're used oh, to different things yeah. in life. And the last one, which I find always hilarious, is um, like gym, fitness, health. Because um, so many guys will like think that once they get a six pack or once they're at like 8% yeah, like, body they're fat. They're like, get all the girls, it, no. Yeah, like honestly, as a guy, if you, you know, if you go to gym a lot and you're in good shape, you get more compliments from guys than you do girls. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious. Um so yeah, what, what do you think about that order in terms of having a better dating life? Would you I mix think, anything around? Yeah, no, no, I think that's probably right. I'm glad we agreed on introspection is the first one, important. And I do see where you're coming from with the social skills, but I also think that it is important to emphasize you don't have to be the most talkative, outgoing, um, extroverted no, but that, person. No, you can be introverted and, and can be, be incredible at meeting people. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I do get you, but I just want to make sure that there's no, you know, mm. misunderstanding that uh, because I love shy people. I love shy guys. I love, I actually find shy people more attractive because it's a challenge to get to know them, to mm. peel that onion. Mm. And we want to peel the onion. It takes more time. So I love a good shy person, me, <laughs> you know, especially because I'm so not shy. So like, it's nice to be like, so yeah, the what do you have to say? <laughs> you know? And they're like, nothing. And I'm like, great. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gents, first things first, before we go, Amara, you just want to plug some of your socials? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> At Amara Riva. That's all you got to know. <laughs> on, so at Amara Riva. On YouTube on TikTok and on Instagram. I like to make it easy for people. Okay, we'll, 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 get, we'll get Tristan to throw everything up on there. <laughs> Thanks. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is my incredible creative director at Gadgi, assistant, uh, customers. I mean, just you, she does everything, uh, a jack of all trades. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as I said, hopefully you got some perspective from both the woman's side, as well as I said, uh, at times, you know, uh, me playing devil's advocate. 
Devil's um, avocado. Devil's avocado. So, um, <laughs> yeah. On that note, hope you guys enjoyed. And thanks uh, so much for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed that video, I went ahead and picked out another special video that I know you're going to find immensely valuable. You can find it right there. I know you're going to love it and I'll see you in the next one.